I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Can people who've recovered from coronavirus disease actually get reinfected? Well, according to experts, there's no evidence of reinfection over the last seven months since the disease has been around. But what they also say is, and the writer is, that it's going to take a few years to actually get data on how long a recovered patient will remain protected against reinfection. So given the short time, here's what we know so far. Studies have shown that monkeys infected with the novel coronavirus have been protected from reinfection for up to 28 days after getting infected. And this was a study that was done in China and published in the journal Science recently. So what scientists did here was they infected six monkeys with SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes coronavirus disease. And these monkeys uh, developed mild to moderate symptoms and recovered within two weeks. Then about four weeks later, six of these monkeys were again reinfected 28 days later after the first infection. So this time they actually showed a stronger immune response after the first infection and producing more neutralizing antibodies. And these are the kind of uh, antibodies that protect them against short-term reinfection. So now scientists say that this experiment shows that monkeys once infected are resistant to reinfection. Of course, in humans, reinfection has not been observed so far in recovered patients, despite many months after the first wave of infection, which actually started in China and was first recorded in December. So what we do know is then that recovery from infection is associated with gaining at least short-term immunity against new infection. So now, as we go along, we're kind of hoping that uh, the protection against reinfection would be for a longer period. So here's the worrying part. because Some studies have actually shown that the neutralizing antibodies that actually bind to the new coronavirus uh, viral proteins to directly prevent infection remain high only for a few weeks after reinfection, after which they begin to fall. And what uh, doctors and clinicians have observed is that antibodies last at higher levels for a longer period of time in people who've had severe disease compared to those who have had mild disease or asymptomatic disease. So what the concern now is that people with mild disease may not have long-lasting protection against coronavirus reinfection. So this sort of follows the same pattern as other coronavirus diseases such as SARS, which stands for Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. So there, people have found that most recovered patients start losing their neutralizing antibodies within a few years, and not months in this case. But they said those who had severe disease had antibodies even 12 years after infection. So there was like no chance of them getting reinfected again with SARS. And in the new coronavirus disease, as I've said before, we've not 
seen any reinfection uh, since the pandemic started in December. So as of now, there's no evidence of reinfection that's been validated. So there, of course, were some reported cases of reinfection from Korea. But scientists had said that this really was misrepresentation because what they actually happened was they found traces of the viral genetic material, which is the RNA in nasal swabs. So this could have just been remnant of natural infection from the past. And so since this wasn't the whole virus, it wasn't infective. So these people may have had remnants of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, but the RNA was not capable of transmitting infection to others. So in such cases where the viral load is low and there's no transmission, uh, the case is really of no epidemiological significance as the person who has low viral load doesn't get sick or infects others. And that's what Dr. T. Jacob John, who's a virologist and former professor at Christian Medical College, Vellore, uh, has to say. So what actually started the worry initially was a study published in the journal Nature Medicine where researchers compared the immune response of 37 asymptomatic but positive patients uh, with an equal number of people with severe symptoms. And the study, again, was done in China. So what they found was asymptomatic people reacted less strongly to infection, so they had fewer antibodies. And when they followed them for some time, they found that about 40% had antibodies that were undetectable in two or three months after infection compared to 13% people who had antibodies at undetectable levels three months after infection when people had serious disease. So effectively, people who had serious disease had antibodies for a longer period of time compared to people who were asymptomatic. So while some people actually lose these antibodies within a few weeks or months after recovery, it's still unknown if the lack of antibodies leaves them vulnerable to reinfection. So, of course, we have antibody testing happening, but right now the real purpose of antibody testing is to identify the serosurveillance in a community to understand the spread of infection. So, it's really an epidemiological public health tool which helps make predictions about how the infection is going to spread and also helps draft policy and measures to contain it. So, while it's not proven that antibody positivity actually provides you immunity against a disease, and specifically against coronavirus disease. Animal studies show that it does offer some degree of protection for a short period of time. So yes, if I were to get tested today, I would hope I'm positive because at least it would show I've been infected, I've recovered. Even if I didn't get symptoms, it puts me in a safer place than a person who's never had infection. And these are issues we really need to think about because increasingly now we're getting studies from all across the world which actually show that the world is still very far away from herd immunity. A study from Spain has shown that only 5% of its population has antibodies against a coronavirus disease. But we'll talk about this later. As of now, yes, if you've been infected, you have some amount of protection against reinfection how long this protection will last, we don't know. Only time will tell. But till then, stay safe. If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at sanchex, that is at S-A-N-C-H-X, or at 
एच टी स्मार्ट वी आर अवेलेबल ऑन फेसबुक ट्विटर एंड इंस्टाग्राम फॉर मोर सच पॉडकास्ट लॉग ऑन टू एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट डॉट कॉम अंटिल नेक्स्ट टाइम गुड बाय हाई आई एम एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट एंड आई होप यूर सेफ एंड वेल द नेक्स्ट एपिसोड इज अबाउट टू बिगेन but just a small message of solidarity before that in difficult times like these living in isolation isn't going to be easy but what if working from home our own comfort zones helps us discover new ways of being what if this calm this rest it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply while that happens you can find me at htsmartcast.com connecting you to the world of comedy culture motivation news you know just in case you need some smart company thanks for listening take care this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast ht smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.